All right. We here. We here. It's 10 o'clock. It's that time. We meet again. It's time for the podcast, y'all. Are y'all excited? Come in the room. Come in the room. I'm going to see who comes in the room so we can get started for tonight's conversation. I'm super excited, y'all. And feel free, feel free to just, um, hey, LaMichael, hey. Um, thank you for um, popping in on this time. We're going to get into it. This is the Purity After Promiscuity podcast where we redefine a woman's worth. But don't be discouraged because all are welcome because this is a topic that includes both sexes. So we're going to talk about is it worth the wait? Can you date without having sex? And this is a interactive podcast tonight. So feel free to comment. Feel free to request a join and leave your, come in and add to values to the conversation, right? What do you have to say? What are your thoughts? What is your opinion? Um, because we're here talking about it. We're dealing, we're dating in 22, you know, we're dating in 2022, you know what I'm saying? And it's a lot of things out here being said. And so it's like, what is, what does we do? How do we do this thing? How, how do we as a people as men and women how do we go out here dating and how do we get the results that we really want right how do we stop having these daddy and relationships how do we stop investing all of our time into a person and into a relationship and then for it to go nowhere right like what do we do as we're dating in these streets where now you got online dating virtual dating facebook got a dating app everywhere they're talking about dating everywhere they're talking about relationship and everywhere they're talking about sex So, um, this podcast is specifically, you know, about how do we do things um, in a way that A, is going to be glorifying to God and and B, to really be glorifying to ourselves because a lot of times we do the same thing and we expect a different result. We date the same way. We move the same way. We do the same things, right? We get into these patterns and we think we're going to see something different because it's a different person and we don't. So, the question remains, can you date without having sex? I know for me, um, the answer is where I'm at today. The ab- is absolutely yes. Um, that it's just not on the table for me at this point um, because I've been there, done that. You know, I've already dated before. I've tried it. I've dated multiple different um, people, and sex became a part of the equation at some point, right? Whether it was, you know, after so many months or after so many weeks or whatever it was, sex eventually just came into the equation. And no matter what my mindset was, no matter how I decided that I was going to try to do something different, I found myself in the same pattern. I found myself being in a relationship that became slowly but surely really revolving around the physical act of sex and not no intimacy, not no connection, not no communication, right? We're not having conversation. We were not building, you know. It's just like we get into this mundane routine. Yeah, we might, you know, have a little date night. We might do this or not. But at the end of the day, there's no substance. And I'm like, you know what? This ain't working for me no more because I didn't did it. I, and I didn't even did it with, with making a guy wait for X amount of time, you know, making him wait for a few months or whatever the case may be. And that didn't work either. So it's like for me, um, it's just off the table. It's off the table because it, number one, it clouds your judgment. You get all emotional. You get clingy. You know, it's just so many things that happen, right? That you find yourself, you know, just being just connected to a person and you really don't even want to be connected to them in that way, especially if you really don't like them because 
How many of us have had a partner that we really didn't like? You know what I'm saying? But you 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 find yourself in a pattern where you keep on staying with them because you 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 can't you can't let go because what sex is creating is a soul tie. And now you have this connection that you don't even know why you connected to this person because you really can't stand the person. But when you ready, you know when when you feeling a little horny or when you, when it's that time, you know, or when you, you know feeling lonely, you want to call that person up, you hit them up, y'all do the thing, and now you're looking at them like. Where are you about to go? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, what do we do different here? And so again, don't feel, don't be shy. Don't be afraid to, um, to request a join and to add value to the conversation. You know, you can give your perspective, your opinion. You can give your experience. Um, I know I had an experience earlier this year with a guy. Um, and we were talking and we were, you know, kind of dating a little bit and he was cool. He was super cool. We was, we would have fun. And so, you know, for me now, because I do abstain, the question is always in the back of my mind, when is the right time? You know, like when is the right time? You know, if anybody else um, come on and you abstaining, when do you think the right time is? When do you tell a person that you're dating, um, that you're abstaining? And so, um, the conversation came up kind of organically, um, and so I didn't have to really like try to map it out or plan it out, but you know, the conversation came up and, and I had the opportunity to let him know that I was abstaining. And so that I would have no intention on having sex while dating. I was waiting until marriage. And so we had the conversation and when I told him, you know, he was like, he wasn't shocked because he kind he said he kind of figured that. But when I asked him, could he date a woman who was abstaining? He kept it all the way 100 and I respected it. He was just like, oh, I don't know. He was like, because I'm, I'm not there. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm having sex. And I feel like he said he felt like um, for him that sex was the way he connect with his partner. It's, it's the way he feel close. It's the way he connect with his, um, with his woman. So he didn't want sex to not be on the table. And that was not something that where he was in his life. And I totally respected it. So we didn't have like no beef. It wasn't no like fallout. It wasn't no drama. It was like, yo, he respect where I'm at. I'm like, yo, I'm not, but I'm not there where you at, bro. I'm not giving it up. You know, I don't even want to waste your time, boo. Like, hey, this is what it is. This is how it's laying. And if that's not something that you into, that's cool. Like, I'm not mad. And we still cool to this day. We still cool. That's my dude. I got much love for him. But it was just that he kept it 100 and I can respect it. He like, I don't know. And so that's why it's like, can you? Like, for me, the answer is yes, but can you? Can you date without sex? What is it that sex brings that is so important that it has to be a part of a relationship? And so if anybody is on the um is on here and y'all want to answer that question, like, you know, honestly, if you feel like you can't date without sex, if sex has to be on the table, if that's just something that's just normal, it's natural. If that's the way you feel like you connect, if that's the way you feel like you get intimacy with your partner, um, why? You know, like, let's talk about that. Like, why is that? I know for me, um, when I started out dating and all of that, it wasn't necessarily about sex having to be a part of it. It was just, it was just a part of it. It wasn't nothing I ever thought about. It wasn't nothing that I ever planned out. It just was like everybody else was doing it. That's what seemed to be the normal thing around in my community, you know, around my friend groups, around the people that I knew. That's what you did. So it wasn't, it was like just kind of a second nature type of thing. 
But looking back, I wish I would have had a lot more um, wisdom. I wish I would have had a lot more education and a lot more knowledge before I even embarked on dating because I didn't really have the opportunity to choose. To be honest, I didn't have the opportunity to choose for sex not to be a part of dating because it just it just was it became that was the only way how I knew to connect with a man. That was the only way I knew how because I didn't know that there was other things. I didn't know uh, intimacy really isn't about the physical act of sex. It's really about like just how you are becoming close, like the time you spend, the conversation you have, you know, like how you really get to know somebody like, you know, even touching without it leading to sex. Like it's so many other forms of intimacy. But when you lack the knowledge, you know, then you, you think that sex is the only way you think sex is the only way to really get connected with that partner. You think sex is the only way that you can experience intimacy. You think sex is the only way, the only thing that's going to keep you together when you don't know better. Right. And so that's where I was, you know, years ago when I first started out dating and you talking about I ain't gonna tell my age on here today. But a long time ago, um, it's because I just didn't know. So everybody was having sex. So it was just sex. But I, I never felt like sex was all that important. It, and I really didn't have a good experience with having sex anyway. And so it was just more like a routine. It was a routine. And so for so many years, I just fell into a pattern. It was just a pattern like, oh, you like somebody, you know, they come, the guy, he try to holler at you, he shoot a shot. You know what I'm saying? If you feeling like you, if he, if he lucky that day, he, he, he hey. He shoot, he, he get the basket, and he and is he in there, right? And then, you know, you talk, you know, you kind of get to know each other, you build a little bit, and then it's just like, it just leads to that. It just, it's some kind of way, it just morphs into some some kind of physical activity. And then it just, some um, more times than not, at least in my experience, um, back then, it led to sex. And so, for me, it was like, I, it got to be a different way. It got to be a different way. And as I started to meet other people, as I got older and started meeting other women who were like my age and close to my age and they were still virgins. And I'm like, wait a minute, you can still be a virgin. Like, and I know that sounds silly, you know, and it may sound comical, but that was that was my real response because that was never something that was told to me. That was never something that was even like put just just even explain that was never something that was even remotely like even like an option no one told me that you could stay a virgin no one told me that you didn't have to have sex no one told me that it was okay to say no and if a guy didn't respect it then oh well like nobody told me that and you think like something like that is very like it should be common sense but when you're young you need that structure. You need somebody to give you that wisdom. You need somebody to shape and mold you. And when you don't have somebody to shape and mold you, you just fall into something. And so I didn't know that it was an option to date without sex until just like in these last years. I really didn't know because it was like we live in this overly sexualized world. We live in a world where sex is everywhere. Like in 2022, sex is even on like family TV, like in cartoons, like everything. They're now sexualizing everything. So at least when we grew up, at least when I grew up, you couldn't just pop on the TV and just look at sex. Like you just couldn't. But today you can. So it's really like, so how do we date? How do we go about doing this thing and we do it in a way that we can do it and be productive and we can get yield the results that we want and we can actually get down the aisle, right? Because I know people will say, well, 
I, you know, me and my person or me and my husband and wife, you know, we met, we dated and we, you know, we did the do whatever. And then we got married. That's cool. But for me, I like, I don't, I want to just keep that out the equation, right? Because I feel like it just brings so much other things on top of the fact that me as a believer, you know, it goes against my belief. It goes against my values as a Christian. Like I don't want to have sex out of marriage because I know that not to be the right way. I know that's not to be the way that God designed it to be. And it doesn't matter that I've done it before. So I want to free some of you people and I want to let some of you people who might say, oh, well, you already have kids or, oh, you didn't already did it before and all that. Yeah. Okay. So what? What does that mean? That don't mean a person can't change. We all have the power of choice. You don't have to continue on and doing something just because you, you, you've done it for however long. You can always stop and you can go the other way, which is what we call repent. You can always do that. And so I, that's what I decided to do. And I'm not going to let nobody hold me captive to what I used to do back in the day. That was back in the day. We're talking about today, June 3rd, 2022. And today in June 3rd, 2022, and in these last years and moving forward, sex ain't on the table for me but for a lot of people it is and so we need to have the conversation of like well why like like again sometimes it could be like for me just because it's just was normal it's just what everybody is doing maybe they don't know there's op options like i didn't watch like different videos on youtube and stuff of uh people and couples who got together and they didn't kiss they didn't do nothing until they got married go figure how in the world do you get it into a relationship with somebody, have no physical like connection or physical contact with them whatsoever outside of y'all just like spend time. Maybe you do a little hand holding, maybe you get a little hug, maybe you do a little peck on the cheek and then you can endure and peel and grow and fall in love and, and decide you want to spend the rest of your life with some a person, but you never experienced them physically. When you think about that, that's like, it can be very profound because it's like, dang, when you're taught the, the main way to connect with a person, the main way to connect with the person your relationship with is through having sex. When you find out that way, there are people who don't have sex prior. There are people who both the man and the woman are virgins and they stay virgins until they are married. There are people who even if they had sex before, maybe they were abstinent 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. I've heard the stories. I've come across people who have been abstinent for a long time, 10, 15, 20 years. And then, you know, you meet someone and you decide to wait. I've heard of people who being 40 and 50 years old and still be virgins. So it got to be possible. It's possible. It's just not popular. <laughs> I'll say it again. It's possible. It's just not popular because society wants us to think that it's all about what we want in the moment. It's all about a feeling. It's all about this instant gratification that we desire. It's all about I need, I got to do me. I got to get mine, right? I don't want to, why do I want to wait? What if I don't like it? You know, How many people have you had sex already with and you didn't like it? What difference will it make? You probably having sex with somebody right now that you don't really like it, but you keep having sex with them. Because the thing about sex is, like anything else, it's something to be learned, right? You don't just know how to please another person. Like, we, because again, the act of sex is totally not about you, it's about how to meet their needs. 
and then they're supposed to be focused on meeting your need and then you come together and everybody's needs get met because we're focusing on each other's need and I'm not just trying to get mine. But a lot of times we have that mindset that I just got to get mine. And so we, we, a lot of times, I know for me, I didn't even enjoy it. That was another reason why it was, it was super easy for me to decide, no, I can't do this no more. Number one, I want to honor God. I want to glorify God. I want to live my life worth pleasing unto him. I want him to, be, I want to be a good and faithful servant. That is my number one reason. But the number two reason was I didn't even like it all like that. Because I'm going to be honest, like, everybody thinks they can do it good. I didn't have some dudes talk all this stuff. And then it was just like, cricket, okay? Because everybody thinks they can do it good. Just because you've had sex with multiple people and you got all this experience, don't make you an expert. Just because you done had sex with a bunch of different people don't mean you good at it. It don't mean you know what to do. And it certainly don't mean you know how to please your partner. So when you wait and then you get to that point where you get married and y'all decide to then come together and do it, that is something that now together y'all have to learn how to please one another. You have to learn what it is that that person likes, what they enjoy, what turns them on, what turns them off. And they have to do the same thing for you. They should be studying you. See, that's the reason why courting is so important because the whole time in courting, that person should be studying you. Sex should be off the table because sex sometimes it just really gets... It brings too much confusion. It brings confusion. It brings so too much um, just emotions, right? It just brings a lot of things that clouds your better judgment. That's why a lot of times we can see the red flags and we ignore them because maybe the sex is decent. Maybe it's even good. And so we settle for, okay, we get this good few moments, but even though we know this person is whole trash. They're not consistent. They don't come through. You know, they be lying. You know what I'm saying? you They always, you know, disappearing. You know, they don't ever really give you no quality time. Even when they're around, it's like you, you feel alone because they're always in their phone or distracted doing this or that. Like, you see the you see the red flags, right? Or, you know, it's just something that you know that it's, 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 you're settling. But you, you decide to stay there because you'll be like, well, girl, he can put it down. He can put it down, okay. But what else can he do? What else can he do? And so it's like, again, as we're navigating dating in 2022, can you date without having sex? Can you? Like anybody who want to get on this live and if you're brave enough to talk about this thing, because here's the thing. People act like they're so afraid to talk about it. it it's not just something that is avoid it sometimes in the christian community it's, it's sometimes just avoid it in life and that's why a lot of us don't know what we doing that's why a lot of us don't know you know don't know why we doing it we're just doing it and the fact remains is like a lot of people doing it so why not talk about it and try to do it right right and do it the way it was intended to be done and not just be out here just being reckless and irresponsible just listen the Bible says, Paul said, I believe it's in Corinthians, he said, everything is permissible. Like, you can do what you want to do, but not everything is beneficial. Just because you can have sex don't mean you should be. It don't mean you should be. 
And especially if you are wanting to really get to know somebody and you want to connect with them for who they are. Because sometimes you get into a situation and, and you might know them and you might, you know, kind of went been talking for a few months. And then whenever you decide to embark on that physical part of the relationship and you start doing it and then as time go on, you start noticing things about them and then you figure out you don't even like them. I know that's happened to me. Where, you know, in the in, in the beginning, you know, I'm all, you know, like I'm all smitten, you know, I'm thinking like, oh, okay, like, oh, I like every little thing, every little thing he do so cute, oh my goodness. But then, over time, those little things that I used to think was cute, they become annoying. Or I don't like it all together. Or maybe he do some things that, you know, that that I don't like, you know, or maybe the way he, you know, it's just something. But I didn't already, we didn't already did to do, Right? We didn't already did to do. So it's like, so why keep putting ourselves through that? It's like we're working backwards. Like, it's like you you get into a relationship, you meet somebody, you know, the energy good, y'all vibing, you know, you're you attracted to them. You think this person is somebody who got potential. They could be the one. Boom. Now you want to get to know them, which is great. And then next thing you know, somewhere along the way, because sometimes when you got that sexual energy, because we're sexual beings. And it's not that having sexual energy or being sexually attracted or sex in and of itself is bad. It's just about how you go about it, right? It's about how you 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 allow yourself to be controlled by your passions instead of you controlling yourself and giving yourself the ability to look at the situation, you know, from a from a clear perspective, right? So then you get into this thing with this person, you thinking they the one, everything going well, boom, y'all start having, you know, you start doing the thing, y'all start, you know, getting sexual or whatnot. And then, you know, now you figure out that, oh, you don't even like dude. But you could have figured that out. You didn't have to have sex with him to figure that out. Because now, a part of you, you'll never get back. No matter if you only had sex one time. You still, that's a part of you you won't get back. You can't go back to bro and be like, yo, I don't like you, so give me my body back. It don't work like that. So it's like a lot of times when we embark on dating and then we get into these relationships and then for whatever reason and however it happens... When sex becomes on the table and then now we're trying to navigate getting to know a person. We're trying to navigate trying to learn this person. We're trying to navigate if we really want this person in our life. Is they a good fit? Especially if you're a single mother like myself. You know, it matters. You know, it matters if a guy truly is a guy who could be an example. My kids don't need a father. They got a father. But they still need to see a good example as what a man, as what a man is. And so sometimes... A person may be good in all these other areas, but maybe they're not a good example as what a man is, you know, to your children. Or maybe they don't even like children. You know, you got to consider all of these things that now you're learning and you figuring out, but you didn't already gave up your body. You didn't already got spiritually connected to this person. You didn't already created a soul tie. Now you didn't feel yourself being all clingy. Now you want to be overly attached. Now you can't let go. Now you kind of getting so emotional. Now you getting a little cray cray. You want to know where they at. Now, you know what I'm saying? You feeling the way they don't answer the phone. They don't text back fast enough. Now you on an emotional roller coaster. Now you all in your feelings. Why? When, if you just, if we just take our time and just get to know somebody, like, cause that takes time to really get to know somebody. Cause you meet somebody, they normally show you who they want you to see. It take you a while to get work through that whole representative person, right? Cause we all do it. Well, I'm not doing it at, at the age I am today. Like, what you see is what you're gonna get. But I have done it where 
I meet somebody and I show them who I want them to see. I show them my representative, right? I show them me on my best behavior. I show myself just being in a certain way that is more flattering, more becoming, right? Because I want them to be interested. And we all do it. A lot of times it's just like a second nature type of thing. And it takes while to gain momentum and to be able to get comfortable with somebody and a person to really, you know, to let their walls down and let their guard down and you can see who they really are. And a lot of times that takes months. It can sometimes even take a year or more for a, depending on how many layers that this person has built up, depending on how many walls they have built up, depending on how long it takes them to really get to a place of vulnerability based on their experiences. Maybe they dealt with a lot of hurt. Maybe they dealt with a lot of disappointment. So they don't easily let people in because I know I was bamboozled in my last relationship. I'm going to just keep it really all the way real i was bamboozled like when we first got together we first started talking like he presented himself to be a certain way and who he was presenting himself to be i was digging it you know what i'm saying he was doing all these things he was active in the community you know he was just like a very just chill low-key humble type of guy you know what i'm saying he was cool we could talk we would have great conversation you know and we knew each other already because we dated when we were teenagers so that was already there but you know just who he was now you're talking about over a decade later of us reconnecting it was like oh okay he's still he's still cool you know i still like this guy and now i can see myself you know i can see us being in a relationship so that's how it started off everything was cool we wasn't having sex i let him know up front like you know i'm abstinent or whatnot and he he respected it for a moment you know he respected it because that's another thing we're going to talk about here in a moment but you know he respected it for the mo for a moment and then once we really started get kind of getting, you know, time, right? Time, we started really spending more time, you know, time started going by. And then eventually, you know, I gave in and we did have sex. And once we did that, I saw the red flags. I'm going to be honest. I saw them. They were there. They were very, very much so there. However, once we just got connected in that way, because I was already feeling him, you know, I was already feeling him. And then when you, when you act, because when you already like somebody, you like them. And then when you connect with them on a physical level, that's some more times than not, it'll heighten that, that emotion and that feeling you already have. So I was already feeling him. So once we got physical, I really was feeling him, right? But then, oh boy, the cat started coming out the bag and he started being somebody else. But I was caught up at that point. We had been together for a minute. You know, now we building a life together. I want to be with him. You know, my feelings is all involved. I'm all emotional. I'm all super attached to him. He done been around my kids. You know, he's starting to get, my kids are starting to be attached. So we're, we're literally starting to like really build a relationship. But he's. He's now be, he's showing me parts of him that I didn't know was there. He's now showing me that he's not really who I thought he was. But see, I waited and instead of me waiting and allowing time to just go by and just keeping that boundary up and keeping myself protected. I could have saved myself years. I was with this guy for years and he was consistently who he showed me he was after the fact. He never went back to show me who he was when we first started talking. Those first couple of months where he presented himself to be one way, 
that went out the window and never came back okay and it took me a long time to really muster up the courage to leave him and get out of this toxic relationship I was in because he was just it wasn't it but what really kept me there on on top of my own issues right on top of the my own needs and, and what it was that I really was you know my insecurities that I had was the fact that I had this this tie with him I had we, our lives were so entangled together and so now we're not together we don't communicate I've had to go through all of this stuff I had to go to counseling I had to get just work on myself I had to really go through and read um just read discover who I am and and just go you know heal and and I had to just go this whole process right guess what I don't get those years back I don't get those years back I don't get the time back I don't get the moments that we, you know, that we share back. I don't get nothing back. All I can do is move forward. So that's what we do every time we get into these relationships and we just don't allow ourselves the room to say, hey, I just really want to get to know you. I just really want to figure out, you know, are we, are we a good fit? Do, do I could I see myself being with you for the rest of my life how are you with kids how are you around your family how do you manage your finances because these are things a lot of times we don't even think about we just go in head first we just jump in head first you know we don't even consider you know like what is it that we really want in a, in, in a significant other right outside of you okay we all want them to be attractive come on I like a man who fine too you know what I'm saying I want you to be a hey, listen I like a man who's fine and with swag. So that's always that's that that always catch me up. You know what I'm saying? When he's fine and he got some swag, you know what I'm saying? That kind of was my little weak spot for a moment. And so yes, but what else? Cause those things that could anything can happen to that. What else? What are the foundational things that I need in a in a significant other? And see, when I was out here dating and I wasn't really thinking about that because I didn't know. I didn't even know to do that. I didn't know to sit down and really think to myself, what do I want? What type of character? What type of qualities, right? What What is it that I need in a spouse? These are things that I hadn't thought about before. And it took me in these last years to, to, to hear information on you really, you really want to work on yourself while you're single. And you really want to figure yourself out. And then you want to have a clear picture of what it is you want and or need in a person. Because that gives you that gives you something a reference, right? So if you meet a person and they don't and, and they're not, you know, aligning with what you need, and I'm not talking about, you know, because we can, you know, get a little bit out of hand with all these lists that we might have. Because some people do have lists and they have these lists of what they want their husband to be like or their wife to be like, and they have all of these um things on there that are really superficial and don't really matter. Why is that something like that? Um but really, I'm talking about things that are that that matter, right? I'm not talking about oh, you gotta be fine or you gotta have to be six foot five or you know what I'm saying. You gotta have six figures in the bank, you know. No, I don't want nobody who who broke. But you know, if, if you get with the right person, you know, what I'm saying y'all gonna get money. You can make some money. You know, that's not the that's not the problem. I need to know can you manage money? I need to know do you know how to save? I need to know do you know how to multiply money? I need to know, do you know how to invest? 
You know what I'm saying? These are things I need to know. But see, a lot of times we don't think about that. We go in head first and we just get the, we hit the ground running and we get it all wrong and then we waste years and years. People people waste ten years, twenty years with a person and then you break up and now you gotta recruit. You gotta put your whole life back together. You gotta figure your whole self out. You gotta start over. You gotta do all this stuff. When if we really work on the the things that um are foundational with for ourselves and we take our time and we don't allow society, we don't allow people, we don't allow our friend groups, we don't allow TV to tell us how to date. But we determine for ourselves how you want to date, right? I don't care what nobody else is doing around me. I don't care if everybody out here in Akron and everywhere else under the sun decides that they want to date and they want to do this, that, and the third. Have at it. You have the option to do that. Because, but I'm gonna stick to what I what I know. Because if I stick with what I know, then eventually it's gonna work out for me. And it doesn't have to look like everybody else's, right? It doesn't matter how long it takes. I'm trusting that if I do it God's way, I'm trusting that if I if I continue to hold to my standards and my boundaries, that I'm not gonna continue to be heartbroken and have heartaches and crying myself to sleep at night because I keep doing the same thing, get into these relationships and just moving too fast and, and not sitting back, really taking inventory and not paying attention to what I'm doing or who this person really is, and then I'm giving my body away. And next thing you know, I'm somewhere, you know, and I'm depressed and stressed out. No. And I know that's not everybody's story. You're going to always have people be like, well, I met my person, you know, and we we were shacked. We was living together, you know, we all that before we got married. And you got people who still doing that right now. They're not married, but they live together. You know, they live like married people. But again, it's just about really what your truth is. And my truth is, you know, according to the Bible, that's just not how you do it. That's not how you go about it. Again, it's that you're moving backwards. And so it's like in 2022, not only do we want to really define how we date in these dating streets, but if you have kids, how do you want your children to date? Because here's the thing, they're watching you. And that was another thing that really had helped me to make the choice because I'm like, yes, I want to honor God. Yes, I'm just tired of being tired. I'm tired of doing the same thing, expecting a different result. I'm tired of being heartbroken, right? I'm tired of going through all of this, giving all of this energy, putting out all this effort in, in it, just not working out. But also, I don't want my kids to keep, to see different dudes. Like, I don't want my kids to, to see that kind of pattern, right? Because then I can't tell them as young men, you don't want to be out here dating different women. You don't want to have a bunch of babies by a bunch of different women. You know, you want to get one woman. You want to get married. Then you want to have kids. I can't tell my kids that, but they see me doing the exact opposite. Come on now. Kids do what they see, not what you say. So it was the example. So ask yourself, if you are, you know, do if you do feel like dating and sex go hand in hand for you, is that the example you want for your children? Is that what you, is that, like, if, if you have children, if you have daughters, if you have sons, do you want your sons and daughters to do what you're doing? Because that's what helped me, because it was like, wait a minute, I got to do something different, not just for me, but for my sons that's watching me. Because, you know, kids, they'll tell you in a minute, like, you tell your kids not to do something, the first thing they're going to say, but they, you do it, I see you do it, why? Because you're, you're their example, 
So I don't want my sons to have, I, listen, I'm not trying to be a grandma early and I certainly ain't trying to have to deal with a whole bunch of baby mamas. Like that's just me. I don't want that. And so what I have to do as a woman, I have to set a standard for them, A, to know what type of woman they need to date. They need to have a standard of what type of woman they need today. And they need to have a standard of how they are supposed to um, present themselves as a man in dating. So these are the reasons what why I chose to have, like, for me, dating without sex is the only way. It's the only way. Why? Because I've had sex before. And guess what? It don't change. The only thing that changes is the person. It don't change. So I didn't been there. It's not all what people make it seem it is. I mean, you know, maybe it's just my experience. I don't know. But it's not all, it's not the end all be all in a relationship. Is it important? Absolutely. But what's more important is can we connect? What's more important is can we communicate? What's more important is can I trust you? Do I feel safe with you? Do I know you? Do I know the real you? Do you feel safe with me? Right? Can we get through tough times? Like if if we get if a storm come, are we able to weather it? Is our foundation solid? Right? Are we partners? Because a lot of times you have people in relationships, but they're two single people. They do they they do their own thing. Everything is separate, but they say they a couple and they together, and that's not what a couple is. Like when you a couple, you're a pair. And if you define that word pair, P A I R, I don't know why my computer keep doing this, y'all. This light keep going off because of my computer. Let's see. But um, when you define the word pair, right? It's P-A-I-R. And it is the, you are two of the same kind and the same likeness, right? Two of the same kind and the same likeness. So that means you are one, really. Like if you have a pair of gloves, yeah, you have two gloves, but they look the exact same. It's just one go on your right hand, one goes on your left. But they, you need both gloves in order to keep both of your hands warm. In relationship, it requires two people in order for it to function properly. So you have people, I know I've been there, done that, where it was a one-sided relationship. Where I was the only one putting forth energy and effort. And the other person, they just was there. And so what kept us? What kept me with that person? Why did I continue why did i continue to stay in this relationship and i knew that i was the only one showing up because sometimes that's what it that's what it happened when the only foundation that you have for a relationship is your physical connection like that's the only time that things is good like that's the only time you connect that's the only time y'all talk to each other if you talk you know that's the only time you know y'all sleep in the same bed is during that time but other than that y'all like two strangers passing in the wind like, I don't want that. Like, I want to fall in love with a person. I don't want to fall in love with sex. That's what I think a lot of us do. We don't actually fall in love with a person. We fall in love with the physical act that we are creating with the person. This is why you can have a person, y'all can be together, and you can say you love them and all that, but you can still go cheat. But they're 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 satisfying you physically, but you go out and you still need to be satisfied again. Why? So 
So it's all of these things that come into play that we don't think about, you know, that we just feel like it's just a part of life or it's just a part of relationships. That's really not. It's really not. But sometimes we just don't take the time. Sometimes we just don't know we can take the time. Or sometimes if you were like me, you broken. You broken and you have and you feel desperate and you feel like you need somebody to make you feel good about yourself or to feel wanted or to feel seen. So you allow yourself to keep getting into these relationships and you fall into this pattern and you don't even know why you're there, but because it's feeding a need, even if it's a if even if it's an unhealthy need, it's feeling feeling a need and so you find yourself there. Because why can't you have why can't you connect with the person, get to know them, fall in love with them for who they are? without sex being in the equation what is it about sex that make you think that that helps you or causes you to fall in love with a person that's the part i don't understand like sex is really to secure the bond that's supposed to already be there you should already be in love with that person without having to ever physically touch them you should already feel totally connected to that person. You should already feel one with that person. And sex literally should just come and it should just it should seal that. But a lot of times we look for sex to tell us that, okay, I'm supposed to be with you because now we having sex and we in this relationship. And then next thing you know... You either stay in a relationship and it's stale, it's unproductive, you don't like each other, y'all just doing, y'all doing, or you stay together for the kids, or you stay together because maybe y'all, you know, you need each other, you know, that y'all paying bills together, maybe y'all got responsibilities together, maybe you bought a house together, maybe y'all got stuff in each other's name, and so you feel obligated. And now you're in this relationship, you don't love them, you don't like them, but you feel obligated because now you all totally connected and y'all got all this stuff together because, again, that's stuff married people do. Married people buy houses together. Married people start businesses together. Married people put stuff in each other's name because that's because they're married. You don't do that in dating. But I know I'm guilty. And it was one of the worst mistakes I could have ever made, okay? I learned the hard way. Don't do that. Do not do that. Don't put nobody on your bank account. They ain't your spouse. Don't do that. Don't put a car in your name and they not your spouse. Don't do that. Don't listen. Don't do it. But sometimes you so gone. You know what I'm saying? My mind was so headed, so in the clouds that I'm just doing stuff that's just goofy. Because that's sometimes what sex makers do. We do goofy stuff. You do stuff you wouldn't normally do because you all wide open. That saying is true. Like somebody like, oh, you got your, they got your nose wide open. You all wide open. Now you stalking their page. You're riding past their house. You know what I'm saying? You, you, they, if they block you on social media, you're creating fake pages or you're going through a friend's page. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're doing all kind of weird stuff, right? Because you're open. Because you, 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 you now have opened yourself up in a way that you're not supposed to only with a person that you're actually in a covenant with. So can you date without sex? Can you fall in love? without sex can you as a man or as a woman decide or determine or know that this is the one and you never physically 
had any type of intercourse or sex with them whatsoever. Can you get to know somebody? Like, can you be present? Can you be vulnerable? Like, can you get into a relationship with someone and be with them for a duration of time and not ever touch them physically in a sexual way? Can you do that? Have you ever done it? What's wrong with doing it? Like, if you was to do it, like, what would be the harm in getting into a relationship and just really actually dating and really getting to know somebody and establishing a friendship and establishing communication and establishing, hey, do I even really like you? Taking the time to really figure out, asking hard questions. Hey, you know what I'm saying? What's your goals for the next five years? What's your goals for the next three years? You know, like, where do you see yourself? Do you want to be in a relationship? You know, what is a relationship to you? What does that look like? Do you believe in monogamy? Do you believe in open relationships? Like, what is your idea? Like, what is your expectations? You know, like, all of these conversations that sometimes we don't have. Because we just moving too fast. We're in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Everything, you know, everything seems like it's falling into place. We vibing and it's all good. So we don't sit back and think to ask these questions. Do you want kids? Do you like kids? How is your relationship with your parents, right? You know, like, what are you doing? Are you in your purpose? Or what's your dreams? What's your aspirations? You know what I'm saying? Like, all these things that really matter when you get in a relationship. When you get in a relationship and you start trying to build a life with a person, trust me, sex ain't, it don't keep you. And we all know, at least we should know as women, sex don't keep no man. Just like your looks don't. There's plenty of women that's beautiful in the world and they've been cheated on. There's plenty of women who has never denied their, their husband, their man or whatever, sex, and they still get cheated on. So they, they don't even keep them. It doesn't. So it's like, why do we feel the need to, to make that be so, such a priority? And why is it that it seems so foreign or so far-fetched or we don't even want to entertain the idea of what's wrong with me deciding I want to preserve myself for that special person? What is wrong with that? And again, since it don't matter, it don't matter if you ain't a virgin, so what does that mean? That don't mean that you can't decide you don't want to keep giving your body to every man walking. That don't mean that. You can decide, hey, I want to turn a new leaf. I want to go in a new way. And don't, and can't nobody make you feel bad about it. And if they do, they ain't for you. Your past is your past. It's about your future. It don't matter if every time you dated in the past, you always end up having sex at some point. That don't mean you always have to or you always will. It's a choice. It's a choice. Like, are you tired? Are you tired? Like, seriously, I'm talking to my sisters right now. Like, be honest. You know, like, are you tired? Are you tired yet? Are you tired of, like, keep getting with these dudes? You know, and they sing the same song. You know what I'm saying? They they run the same game. They say the same stuff. They tell you everything you want to hear. You got men listening here. They don't mind dropping the bag. They don't mind buying you whatever. They'll give you everything you want but their hearts. A man has that ability He'll give you his time. He'll give you his money. He'll give you all kinds of stuff. But he won't give you his heart, though. That's how you can have men out here. Come on. We keep it real on the podcast. We keep it hot. We keep it honest, open, and transparent. This is why some of y'all side chicks. This is why. He got a whole wife at home. 
or he in a whole relationship with kids and everything playing house but you the side chick and he still come creep over to your house whenever he still you know what i'm saying make sure he pay your bills he give you money you out here you go you eat and you going out to eat but you the side chick so what make you think he gonna get with you and all of a sudden he gonna turn faithful And why you think it's something so wrong with her and she the reason? Because if that's the case, why he's still with her? Like, let's be honest here. You know, because I'm just, I, I, I'm just like, listen, we got to do better. You know, I'm just, we do. We have to do better. We have to do better on having standards, on having boundaries, and understanding what we're even doing. A lot of us are, we're, are having sex and we don't even know what we're doing. We're not even doing it right. And we think just because you you think just because you you can you can do it that that means you should be doing it. No, 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 sister. You don't have to keep letting this man come over, call you. Hey, big head, what you doing? I'm about to come through. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to keep answering his text. Or maybe you the one. Maybe you the one, the texter. Maybe you the one, you know, feeling a little something-something. You get a little mood. And that's it, you know, here you go. You pick up that phone. You know what I'm saying? You get on here real quick and you want to, what's up? What you doing? You don't got to do that. You don't have to do that. You, it's, it's okay to say no. It's okay to have standards. It's okay to say, listen, if you can't respect it, then you ain't for me. Like I, like I started the podcast saying that. I had to do that. And dude, you know what I'm saying? He's a super dope. Good. He's super dope. You know what I'm saying? He got business. You know what I'm saying? He fine. You know what I'm saying? He take care of his, 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 listen. But he wasn't for me because at the end of the day, I'm here in my life. I said I didn't want to have sex. And he like, that's not something he know he can deal with. And I was, and, we, we respected each other and we still cool so that's okay it's okay if the dude don't respect it so what you don't gotta give in to give him what he want and then he turn around and he still dog you he still treat you like trash he still ghost you because come on sis we done been there we as as women it may not be all of our stories but it's a lot of our story we didn't been there we didn't had the man tell us everything under the sun we didn't fail for the lies we didn't believe it over and over again the same story different face and we found ourselves in the same place we get with we, we spend all this time we spend all this energy in a relationship with a man who didn't serve us no good it went nowhere we didn't gave up so much of our life we didn't just did so much stuff and now we what, what are we left with what are we left with? It's like, I just want something different. You know, I just wanted to do this podcast today. I was hoping somebody would jump on, be brave, you know, add to the conversation and tell their perspective. I'm not here to say, you know, or to, to judge somebody or to beat them up or because they don't, you know, if they don't believe what I believe or they don't think how I think or they don't agree. That's okay. We're adults. We can agree to disagree. But I wanted to open the conversation up because here in 2022, as adults, we're out here dating and we're keep, we're doing all these things and we're, we're and it's like a lot of times we're just repeating the same cycle we're doing the same thing over and over and over we expect the same we're expecting a different result but we're not getting it we're getting the same thing we find ourselves in the same place it may take a year two years three years four years five years but it doesn't matter we end up somewhere heartbroken we end up somewhere feeling used we end up somewhere feeling like man i don't waste my time why was i even with this joker 
because we don't take the time and pay attention. We don't pay attention to the signs because we so caught up. We so in our emotions. Oh, we we so distracted by, oh, he's so fine. Oh, he's telling me everything he, we uh, I want to hear. Oh, he did. See that? We doing this. We doing that. We get so caught up, but the signs are there. And so when you add sex into the equation, the, south, the, the signs literally, it's like you start painting them another color. They're red, but you want to paint them green. Because you want him to be the one. Because that's what I went through. The signs were there. I knew. I knew. But guess what? I wanted him to be the one. Why? Because I was already spending my time. I was already putting in my effort. Now I'm giving him my body. Now, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't want to start over. I don't want to meet somebody new, right? Because that's that's what we tell ourselves in our mind. Like, I don't I can just make this work. Maybe he'll change. Bro didn't change. And if you will be honest with yourself, yours didn't either. You had to change. You had to make a decision. Or maybe you in it right now and you need to make the decision. He been the same dude he been for the last two years. It, listen. Men do what they want to do. When they find a woman... And they want to pursue her and they want to be faithful and they want to love her and they want to be consistent and they'll wait. Trust me. Don't let men fool you. They will wait. They're going to try though. They're going to see. They're going to say whatever they need to say. They're going to do whatever they need to do just to see if they can. But trust me, if they really like you and want to be with you, they'll wait. They'll wait. We have to be strong enough as women to trust and know, even if he don't wait, there is one who will, even if he doesn't. And when you don't have all of that emotional baggage, when you don't have all of that, you know, sexual tension and all of that soul tie that's, that comes into play when you begin to have sex with a person, you're able to think clearly. You're able to break something off and it don't affect you as much. You're able to bounce back quicker. Like, I didn't feel nothing. You know, and it's no shade to, um, oh boy, because again, we cool. He's dope. Like, hands down, he just wasn't for me. And I can accept that. But at the end of the day, it was easy to be like, oh, nope, hey. I'm not even about to entertain you, and I certainly ain't going to waste your time. Because that was my thing. I don't want to waste your time, and I ain't trying to waste mine. I know where I want to go. I know what my end result is. I know what the goal is for me. And if you know what the goal is for you, that helps you to stay clear. And the goal was, hey, we had two separate goals, and that's okay. I mean, we can't work. I'm not about to try to get with him and try to change him and force him to abstain because I'm abstaining. Just like I don't want him to get with me and just trying to get me to have sex because he want to have sex. Right. I I was very clear. And so because I never crossed that boundary, it was easy to disconnect and I move on and I see him and it's all love It's Hey, how you doing, bro? I don't feel weird. You know what I'm saying? Because come on now. How many of us know that you can get with somebody? Y'all can have sex. It don't matter how many times when you had it, how you had it. But then you see him again and now it's awkward. It's weird. You like, oh my God, especially if you see him with, a, with like, as you see your, the dude you done, you done messed with before and he would hold another woman. It's awkward. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why, it's like, why even go through that? Why even put yourself in that space, right? Why even, why even torture yourself? Especially when you know from the beginning that this dude, he ain't, he ain't it. I don't care how fine he is. 
I don't care how much money is. You know he ain't, you know he trash. He been trash for the last 20 years. And you think that you gonna get with him and you gonna scrub him up and change him up? You think you gonna sex him enough and he gonna change? No. He gonna give you a headache. And you gonna be somewhere all emotional in your feelings crying when if you just say hey maybe you maybe you want to try the water a little bit and y'all just decide to be friends and be cool let me get to know you you know let us talk let us get you know let us sit down let us you know let us spend some time let let let, let me really let me really have some good conversation let me ask some real deep questions let me figure out who you are without me having to worry about you know how i'm gonna keep you and what i need to do and all of these things that we start telling ourselves especially when you add sex in the equation because i know when when I was in my last relationship, you know, I felt like because I couldn't keep him home, the sex ain't keep him home. But my mind was telling me that I need to have more sex with him or I needed to do something more because I would, couldn't understand why I couldn't keep him home. Why he was going out here cheating. But then he come home and tell me he loved me and he in love with me. And he ain't never leaving me like the mind games. But I'm so goofy and so caught up in my emotions that for a moment it was working. I was believing it because it was what I wanted to believe. Because when you have sex with a person, it just um, you just get so confused. You just get so out of your mind. You get so like in your emotions and you just don't be thinking clearly. So I stayed in something and this dude ain't I don't know if he ever was faithful. To be honest. But I stayed for years. Years on a hope that he was going to change. On a hope that I could do something more. On a hope that I could be something more. And when you get with somebody and they love you for you and they know who you are and you can be vulnerable, you can be transparent so y'all can communicate, y'all on the same page, y'all got a strong foundation, you don't worry about that. And you don't need sex to do that. You should be able to establish all that. And then when you get married, the sex should be a bonus. But we get it so backwards and we find ourselves working backwards so much. Now we get and we start doing it and we get into this routine. Now we play a house. Now you're doing everything that a wife does. Now you're taking all this responsibility and all this stuff. And then what did he end up doing? He leaves. He go find somebody else. Because it's like the saying, you know, it's like why buy the cow if he can get the milk for free? But it's, it's different when we don't have these conversations or we don't learn that we allowed to have standards. Because like I said, for me, I didn't know I could have standards. I didn't. No one told me that. No, I never heard it as a little girl coming up. I didn't hear it as a teenager. I didn't even hear it as a young woman. I didn't hear this until I'm in my 30s that, oh, wait a minute. I got a choice. I can choose. I can choose to have boundaries. I can choose to have standards. I can choose myself. I can say no. And it's okay. Right? I can say you're not the one for me. And that's okay. I don't have to accept every dude that shoot a shot just because he shoot a shot. Because I'm not desperate. Because I don't need a man to validate me. I don't need a man to complete me. Because I know who I am already. I'm content with me. And see, that's what me being abstinent has done for me. Going these years without having sex has allowed me to get clear. It's allowed me to get focused. It's allowed me to fall in love with me. It's allowed me to learn me. It's allowed me to discover things about myself that I didn't even know. But it took me to step away. 
It took me to step away. It took me to walk away from the old me and the old way of doing. It took me to really decide that I something got to change. And that thing got to be me. And even though I still am out here wanting to date, you know, I date, you know, sometime here and there. I'm very clear. And I'm very honest. And and when the conversation come up, I'm abstinent. And I'm dating without sex. And if that if the person, if he's not, thank you, but no thank you. And we're moving on. And there is no hard feelings. There is no feelings. And all is well, right? Because the right one to come along. I don't have to sit here and settle for, like, that's what I used to do. I would settle for any dude because I didn't know if another one was going to come along. Or I didn't feel like another one was going to come along because I had low self-esteem. Because I had issues I needed to work through. And so I would just accept whoever came along and I would deal with and settle for all of this stuff that I really didn't even want to deal with because I was so caught up. But now that I'm abstinent, I'm telling y'all, like, I'm not saying this just to sound super spiritual or just to, you know, make it sound nice. I'm saying it because it's true. Like, I didn't went years without having sex and I ain't missing a beat. Like, it, I'm cool. I'm good. I'm Gucci. You know what I'm saying? And I and I know I'm very, very clear on the type of guy that I'm looking for, that I know that I need. And I know exactly, you know, what it is, who I am and what I can give, right? And I don't sit up here and play no games with nobody. I'm not going to tell this man, yo, it's a possibility. No, bro, it's not. So don't waste your time. If you if that's what you want, if you want to have sex with the person that you're with, I'm not your girl. And let's move on. Because here, at the end of the day, I don't got time to waste no more. I don't waste a lot of time. I don't waste a lot of time in relationships. I don't waste a lot of time just, just giving my body away. And I shouldn't have, but I just didn't know. Right? I just didn't know. For me, I thought that was the only way to connect. I thought that was the only way to gain intimacy or to get someone to like you. I didn't know that it was something different because that's just what everybody was doing. That's what I was told. And so now that I have redefined my worth and I have a whole new perspective and I'm a whole new me, you know, now I'm like, for me, I don't care what dating in 2022 what the world say it is i don't care what society say it is i don't care how much they promote sex i don't care how much sex is everywhere how much commercials about sex movies about sex all sex sex, sex. they can do all they want to do but your girl ain't having it not until i'm married lord willing because i don't want the problems i don't want the problems i like going to bed feeling peace being content, not worrying about. I'm listen. I used to be so stressed out worrying about where this Negro was at. What is he doing? Why he not answering the phone? Who he with? You know what I'm saying? I don't got those problems. I sleep good, and I sleep good knowing that I don't have to use my body to get what I want. That if a man gonna want me, he's gonna want me for me. He's gonna want me for what I bring to the table for my character. He's going to want me for my qualities, for my virtue, not what's between my legs. And if he gets to that point where we go down the aisle and say, I do, that's the bonus. But that's not the foundation. And so I'm just challenging us, um, those of us who are dating um, in 2022 in these dating streets, like really sit, stop and consider Stop and consider your life. Literally, look over your own life. You don't owe me nothing. You don't have to come on here and explain yourself to me or, or give me your perspective or your reason or not. But look at your own life. 
Like be honest with yourself. Look at your own life. Look at your relationships. Look at where you are. Like seriously, is is what you're doing working? Is it working? If it's not working, then that means something needs to change. And that something may need to be you. And try it. I, You know, I challenge everybody who watched this, whether they watched the replay, whether you're on now. I challenge you, like, if you're dating out here, try dating without sex. Try it. Try getting to know someone for who they are. Try letting someone get to know you for who you are. Try sitting and having real conversations. Like, ask somebody, what are their, what is their five-year plan? What is their goal? What is their aspiration? Where are they in life? Do they even want to be in a relationship? Do they want kids? How are they with money? What are their ideas, you know, or of certain views or things that's important to you? Like, ask some of the hard questions, right? Get to really get into some a person's mind to figure out, is this even somebody you even want like? Why rushing, why rushing to doing something that is so intimate, that is so intimate, that is so powerful, that is meant to really yoke you to a person forever. That's what sex is designed for. It's to literally for, for y'all to become one, one flesh, right? That's what it's designed to do. Why handle something that is so sacred, so common? We treat a lot of things common in 2022 that's really sacred. It, it was a time where a conversation about sex was just kind of like, because it was sacred. It wasn't something you just sit around and talk about. It, 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 was, it was sacred between two married people right and we treat it so common like it's nothing like it's an everyday occurrence and it is something that is so powerful and it's so spiritual and we just have no idea what we're doing so many of us are just out here reckless don't really even know what we're doing and think we know and we we have no idea all of the damage that we're creating to ourselves or even to another person so I'm not going to let this be super long because I'm already at about a little over an hour. I just wanted to keep it an hour. And this conversation was just to say, can you date without sex? So I hope some of the things that I said gave you something to think about, if nothing more. You know, just really something to think about. Like, think about if you are a person who feel like you can't date without sex, why? What is it that sex does for you or why is it so important to you that that has to be a part of, of your relationship? What is the harm of actually getting to know somebody and not having sex with them? Like, really, what, what, how could it negatively impact you? I'll leave you with that. How could dating without sex negatively impact you? Especially man or woman. If you've had sex before, if you've been in relationships before, and they didn't end you know, well, or they ended and you were hurt and you were heartbroken and you experienced pain. And then, okay, over time, you got yourself back together. You got over it or you begin to work through it. And then you did the same thing again. You got another relationship. You repeated the same pattern and maybe that one didn't work out. 
or maybe you're still in it and it's and you don't really want to be in it but you don't know why you can't leave what could it harm you how could it harm you to just literally take your time and then just get to know somebody and make it then make a determine a determination is it somebody you even want to date is it somebody you want to be with is it somebody you want to have kids with is it somebody you want to spend the rest of your life with is it and so I thank you all for coming and watching, coming on the live, um, watching the replay. Um, I will be uploading this to the podcast here shortly. Um, but again, I just want to leave you with your past does not define you. It develops you and you are worthy.